Hello, Black Healing Matters family. This is Danielle here at the Black Healing Matters podcast, where we offer you ideas to hopefully move you one step closer to your healing. And today I'm excited to bring you yet another Welcome Wellness Wednesday. Every time I say that, it feels so good. Welcome Wellness. (sighs) It definitely makes me just, it feels very peaceful to me. But today we're actually going to talk about something that's quite disturbing, unfortunately. And disturbing in that it is completely, um, it is insidious, it is rampant in our community. And it's unlikely that if you are indeed African-American, that you don't know someone who has been touched by, or maybe yourself been touched by this disease. Today, yes, unfortunately, we have to talk about it, but we are talking about diabetes. You see, according to the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Office of of Minority Health, African-Americans are almost twice as likely to be diagnosed with diabetes as non-Hispanic whites. In addition, get ready for it, y'all. In addition, they are more likely to suffer from complications from diabetes, such as end-stage renal disease, and lower extremity amputations. Now, if you're anything like me, when I first read this, first of all, I was shocked. Uh, That's astounding, twice as likely. But then uh, they mentioned here renal disease. I was like, what is renal disease? (laughs) I really hate that they don't put these things in plain terms like this what is renal disease? So I actually had to find, go figure out what that is. Basically, it's kidney failure. Now, you know what that is, yeah? <laughs> right? Kidney failure. So um, kidney failure that will ultimately lead to either having um, a kidney transplant or dialysis. And that's why you see so many of these dialysis facilities popping up all over the city. Yeah, I've seen them. Uh, Whenever I'm in the States, I see them and it's it's astounding to me. Uh, And this is why, because black folks are getting diabetes and and to a very high degree, like kidney failure, end stage renal disease is not a a slight case. Obviously, this is serious business here. Um, According to this article here, again, I'm finding this on the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Office of Minority Health, is that in 2010, non-Hispanic Blacks were 4.2 times more likely to be diagnosed with end-stage renal disease, again, read, kidney failure, as non-Hispanic whites, and in 2012, non-Hispanic Blacks were 3.5 times more likely to be hospitalized for lower limb amputations. Yeah, losing limbs, cutting off lower extremities. 
And so, you know, I'm no doctor, fam, and, and but I went on a search for information, not just from, you know, health professionals in general, but I wanted to hear this, hear about this specifically in regards to the Black community and what we can actually do about this and what is the cause, what is the root cause of the problem. And what I came up with was I found an, uh, a really informative video uh, interview with someone by the name of Dr. Laila Africa. And if you haven't heard of Dr. Laila Africa, I strongly recommend that after listening to this segment, you I know that you will want to learn more about him. He is still alive and kicking to this day. I believe he is in Atlanta, still teaching classes. This man is on fire and he just he he breaks down issues of black health in a way that you've probably never heard before. So in this upcoming segment, it's about 15 minutes, you're going to, oh no, 10 minutes, I'm sorry. And you're gonna hear him talk about diabetes and talk about some of these very issues of amputation and um, kidney failure that, and, and dialysis that are plaguing our community. So I beseech you, I, I beg you, please, Take the next 10 minutes and really listen to what he has to say, because this can honestly be the difference between life and death. And obviously, that's what we're all about here on Welcome Wellness Wednesdays. So on that note, Black Healing Matters family, please stay tuned. Enjoy this. Take some notes and more importantly, make the proper changes. This disease is ravaging our communities and I, ugh, it's terrible. So on that note, stay blessed as always. I love you. Black Healing Matters. We're here today with world-renowned nutritionist and health practitioner, Laila Africa. And today we're gonna to talk about diabetes. And I have diabetes, so I certainly wanna hear what he has to say. Good afternoon, Dr. Africa. How Good are afternoon, you? Bob. Nice being with you. It's a pleasure to have you here. Uh, we were talking about diabetes. And my first question to you is, what is diabetes? Uh, diabetes mellitus is a pancreas disease. And it's one of the many diseases that's associated with the pancreas. Also, there's high blood pressure, glaucoma, cataracts, arthritis infertility, senile dementia, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, those are the other diseases caused by a weak pancreas or diseased pancreas. And the one you're talking about is diabetes mellitus, which is commonly associated with synthetic carbohydrates such as white sugar, bleached white flour, white potatoes, things like that, concentrated sweeteners, which can be honey as well. Any concentrated sweetener will stress the pancreas, resulting in diabetes mellitus. Okay, I heard you say in one of your uh, other speaking lectures that uh, we didn't have diabetes, particularly African Americans, before we came to this country. Could you expound on that a little bit? Well, we weren't eating the refined carbohydrates. Sugar is one of them. White rice, bleached white flour, white grits are the others. And we weren't eating those refined carbohydrates at such a high rate. The pancreas is trying to get rid of this, help your body break down this carbohydrate and make sugar out of it. And so we associate that with insulin, which is a hormone made by the pancreas, and glucagon, which is another hormone. 
One of them brings the sugar rate down, which is insulin, and the other one, glucagon, brings the sugar rate up. So we're constantly causing the pancreas to be stressed by eating a whole lot of carbohydrates, which are mostly processed, and causing the pancreas to bring that sugar level down by squirting out this hormone called insulin. And then the body eventually loses the ability to produce this insulin or recognize the sugar when it's in the blood, and we call it diabetes mellitus. And it's, it's a concentrated sweetener that's causing the problem of some sort. It could be honey, molasses, maple syrup, white sugar, dyed white sugar, which we call brown sugar, turbinado sugar, raw sugar, all of those are white sugar, corn syrup, dextrose, maltose, all those concentrated sweeteners attack the pancreas, and the pancreas is not able to deal with concentrated sweeteners, so it collapses and you have diabetes mellitus. Okay, but isn't that basically all that's on the market, almost everything we have on the market has sugar in it, so how do we deal with that? Well, you could say the same thing about alcohol. There's a lot of alcohol on the market, beer, wine, brandy. How do we deal with it? We don't drink. So the thing is, is to get away from the white sugar, get away from the concentrated sweeteners. And so we can do that step by step, which is going from white sugar to honey and then going to a, a sweet leaf called stevia. But eventually getting away from the white sugar is the objective. Okay. What's really wrong with the white sugar? Why is it so bad? Well, it starves the body. It's called a dehydrating food and a starvation food. In order to make the white sugar, you have to take out all the fiber, all the vitamins and minerals, and all the water that will come with the sugar cane or sugar beets. And when you eat the white sugar, the body says, I'm going to put back the water, the vitamins and minerals, and brand. It was with the sugar cane before it was processed, so it strips the body of its moisture and it causes the uh, moisture to come out of the nerves and the nerves begin to fall apart and get damaged and it ended up with senile dementia, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, nerve damage related diseases, multiple sclerosis, lupus, all those are caused by the sugar pulling the moisture out of the nerves or it pulls it out of the joints and muscles, ended up with rheumatism, arthritis, it pulls the moisture out of the eyes, dries the eyes and the nerves in the eyes fall apart and you end up being blind, and diabetes is leading to blindness in black people. And it also taxes the kidneys, because all the sugar goes through the kidneys. And the kidneys try to dilute this concentrated sweeteners, and it loses its ability to dilute, and you end up on dialysis. All of this is caused by white sugar. And you say this can be avoided, right? By just changing your diet a little bit? Um, yes by changing your diet, getting away from concentrated sweeteners, which can be maple syrup, honey, malt sugar, brown sugar, turbinado sugar, I'm talking about concentrated sweeteners, candy bars, sodas, those are concentrated sweeteners. Well, I should be in pretty good shape there because I use NutraSweet when I, in my cereal and stuff. Uh, sweet causes nerve damage. So you're looking at Alzheimer's, Parkinson, you're probably too senile to know you're eating sugar after a while. So you're looking at nerve damage, and you don't want that. It causes mood swings, causes rage and violence. You don't want to go there with the NutraSweet. It's a poison. It is? Yes. Well, how about sweet and low? Aspartame. It has alcohol in it. It dries up the nervous system, and it causes neurological damage. So you don't want to damage your nerves, which means you're damaging your brain. The sugar causes the brain to lose oxygen white sugar, brown sugar, turbinado sugar, maple syrup. It takes the oxygen away from the brain cells, which causes them to die. 
you don't want to rob your body of nutrients, you eat to give your body nutrients. And when you eat in a concentrated sweetener, such as white sugar, you're robbing your body of nutrients, defeating the whole purpose of eating. So this nerve damage, I can tell because I do have some in my feet. Why do I have this neuropathy, I guess you call it, in my feet? Uh, neuropathy is a nice word for nerve damage. So we said that the sugar has pulled the moisture out of the nerves and the nerves fray and fall apart. The sugar pulls the nerves out of the veins and arteries, which we call the vascular, vascular system. And that causes you to have decreased circulation to your feet and leg, and eventually your foot will be amputated and your leg will be amputated because the sugar's causing the vascular system loses moisture. If all these concentrated sugars are so bad for the body, why are they on the market? Why doesn't the government stop it? Well, as you know, we have polluted air. Why doesn't the government stop that? I mean, these are questions that I don't think I have the answer to. All I know is white sugar is bad for you, and white sugar is used to hide the off flavors, the chemicals in food when they spray it with herbicides and pesticides. The best way to hide those off flavors is with sugar. The best way to have your product and have people constantly buy it is to put sugar on it to make people addicted to that product. That's why they put sugar on french fries, spray it on tobacco, put sugar in medicine, put sugar in mustard, ketchup, mayonnaise. They put sugar in all products to cause it to be addicting so people constantly buy the product and constantly make money for these food companies. So you are a naturopathic doctor, is that correct? Uh, yes. Okay. And in America we practice primarily allopathic medicine, right? Yes, it was basically drugs and surgery, is that correct? Yes. Okay. What is the difference between allopathic and naturopathic medicine? Well, allopathic medicine believes the contrary cures the opposite. That's their motto. Uh, they believe in order to make the body healthy, you have to make the body sick. So they will give you something that makes your body sick, such as a drug. And there are more side effects listed for the drugs than positive effects. So if you just do the mathematics, you find out you're in a losing situation because there are more side effects to a drug than positive effects. So they use poisons, and the poisons create poisonous effects, which they call side effects. And naturopathic medicine, which is non-invasive medicine, we use plants, such as herbs or supplements, such as vitamins and minerals and amino acids. We use things to nourish the body so the body can make its own decision about how it's going to maintain wellness. Mm. That's, very, that's a very interesting point. Well, you know, I've been going to my doctor, diabetic doctor, for 20 years now. So, what do you think of that? I think that if the doctor was doing his job, you wouldn't be going for 20 years. You should have been finished with him at least in a couple of years. Insulin does not stop diabetes. Insulin is a salt, and this, as a salt, it gets stored in the muscles and tissue, which makes it very damaging. Insulin is utilized when your body is what we call alkaline. Alkaline, we call this a pH kind of measurements. So insulin use increases when you're alkaline and decreases when you're acid. So it has a cycle, a cycle. You just can't take the same amount of insulin in hot weather as you would take in cold weather because your body's changing to alkaline and acid. So none of this is explained to people on insulin. None, it's not explained that insulin is a salt. And as a salt, it pulls moisture out of the tissue. That's what salt does. It preserves meat by pulling the moisture out. So when you take an insulin, which is a salt, it's pulling moisture out of your veins and arteries, which is what you're trying to stop from happening. That's why you can still have your leg amputated and still go blind on insulin. 